Welcome back to the CGM Podcast, Social Distancing Edition. We are back with episode 30... What episode are we on? 307? 308? I don't know. 300 and something. <laughs> I am joined by, again, a full cast of characters all in from the safety of their own houses. We have Lindsay. Hello, house. You must think I'm rich. we have jordan who haven't been on a podcast in like a year gone but not forgotten i mean maybe uh (laughs) now no longer forgotten how about that we're gone i well yeah (laughs) really that didn't make sense at all but that's good we also have alex here I like how you left a pause when you were like, uh, CG- hi, welcome to the CG Magazine podcast. And then you left some social distancing space before you talked about social distancing. That's what I do. So it was, That's what I do. It's really good. Big meta. I want the words not to get sick, you know? Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm considerate <laughs> that way. And we also have Cole. Coming at you live from my personal suite in Nufi Asylum. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. Jesus. Is that like Arkham Asylum? Is that? It's a, yeah, it's a partnered one. Okay. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> the world wait i'm not seeing you have a health check on your thing are you good are you seeing it on your end wait, wait oh wait. yeah i'm recording in progress okay good i I've ch- i'm checking right now because we have a, we every single podcast we'd have someone drop out and someone lose audio so I'm oh that's checking. beautiful yes. and yes this is all staying in because we're doing live oh wow, live. boy just like i said yeah <laughs> so let's get started um do we want to start with Nonsense news. Do we want to start with the main story, the main topic today? I think because both are nonsense. stupid. And I, I don't know. I, nonsense. I, I can lead us off into the nonsense. If Let's do nonsense. I'm down everyone. with nonsense. So go for it. Have you guys heard of a game called Cooking Mama Cooking Star? Of course. I mean, no, yeah. I've never yes. heard of this game, no? Alex. Well, we had like a 20 minute conversation before the podcast, and now we're gonna <laughs> have the same conversation live. Don't for tell you them folks. how the sausage is made. Shoot. Uh, but yeah, a wild game that, you know, when it was announced, it was like, is this thing going to be mining cryptocurrency and using your Switch and maybe like bricking your system? Uh, and then it okay. launches. Okay, Alex, I'm going to stop you for two seconds. Why did people think it would mine cryptocurrency using your Switch? The first press release for the game, they uh, they were really vague. And it, it was basically a press release where they're like, oh, blockchain, blockchain, blockchain. And then they announced Cooking Mama. And people were like, okay, does that mean that there's going to be blockchain in Cooking Mama? And it was a weird way to announce a game where they only focused on blockchain. Um, but it also s- seemed to be a way for them to just get like whatever was the zeitgeist at that time. Where everyone was like, oh man, we love blockchain. And they're like, wait, what if we use blockchain to market our Cooking Mama game that's going to come out in a year? Yikes. Pure genius. Right? And now, you know, we're talking about it now. But it, it, the marketing wasn't good enough because apparently the yeah. creators of Cooking Mama didn't know the game was coming out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they didn't get the press release it was it was like released it was in stores it had box art the cartridge was there and n- then the creators like wait a minute we never signed off on this and what is this and that's sort of what's playing out now so it's released but as soon as it was released it was taken off of all sort of um, marketplaces and then it was put back on the marketplaces and from from my knowledge it's on right now but i don't know how much longer it's going to be on so if you really want to get Cooking Mama Cooking Star, you probably should act quick. And if you can get a physical copy, that's probably a good investment because it's, it's going to be one of those yeah. games. That, that shouldn't exist. It probably game. won't exist. Yeah. And also, it's a terrible game for, from all reviews. It's, it's basically a remake of the DS version, but with bad motion controls. And That sounds horrible. And, and the biggest thing is that like you can 
because the, the whole point is you're trying to make meals and you're trying to make them well and you get a star rating out of three but no matter how well you do uh, like you can completely you, you don't have to, you you can have a thing where you're supposed to make a sandwich but you don't cut any bread but at the end there's a sandwich that's perfectly made and it's like oh i did it so there's nothing that ties the end result to your actual gameplay and it's, <laughs> it's honestly just the story that keeps on giving and uh, it's well wild. you know it's if because from from what i saw of like the like promos and stuff there was kind of like there was like pictures of like the like the mama like instagramming her food so i think maybe yeah. like the developers were actually working on like a meta level where they're like you know no matter how bad it turns out you're gonna like instagram it and make it perfect and it's just here's what you present to the world they really knew what they were doing I, yeah, I, I guess you're giving yeah. them way too much credit. See, I kind of think that they just slashed together a game and tried to stealth release it before the person who actually owns the game knows, knew about it. Or oh, absolutely. Like, like who also... like walks into their like investors and is like, "Do I have the idea for us? We steal a game, we throw around the word blockchain, and then we just quickly try to release it, and then immediately post it as sold out on our own website." It's, I, it's, the whole thing is baffling. I'm obsessed with it. It's magic. Yeah. If if the cryptocurrency thing, if this, I don't know how they thought the switch could ever mine with a Tegra processor. <laughs> I don't, don't give the Tegra pro mean, processor enough credit, Cole. Uh, you're assuming that a lot I of people also, know. I'm an AMD fanboy, Jordan. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean, and I don't think anybody else is either. And <laughs> like, oh, crypto. Exciting. <laughs> Let, let's yeah. buy this. Is this game. about ghosts? Well, like, but if you know, like the Nintendo Switch is not a graphics powerhouse. And we were talking before the no. show about Friday the Thirteenth, which Lindsay and Jordan uh, both have played, and Lindsay plays a lot of. I don't know if Jordan still plays it, but <laughs> yeah, um, I played her in that. You know, it it plays well, but it it definitely took a graphics hit for that. So oh oh, it definitely took oh, a graphics. That time. game looks. The it's idea rough. that yeah, a rough. Nintendo Switch could have the computing power and and, and all that to 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 mine cryptocurrency is. Yeah, obviously red flags there, but <laughs> but also, what does that have to do with cooking? I, I it's I mean you're mining. It's We're not even mining. Up that currency. <laughs> yeah, if it was Minecraft, it's a different story. <laughs> Minecraft and cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, so I I'm very interested so to see how this plays out and if the game I I don't think the game will be there for much longer. So no, it already looks like it's sold out everywhere. I yeah, yeah, it's, it's also like no one could find a copy because it was like yanked off store shelves. Yeah, but if you could find a like... copy, honestly, please. I I know that our investment podcast isn't up yet for CG Magazine, but buy Cooking Mama, get that physical <laughs> copy. Don't take it out of the case, and maybe in a few years you can buy a nice collector's edition. Or, yeah, you thought cryptocurrency know. was valuable. Way to get your hand on the game. See, maybe that's the thing too, right? They were like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to release this game, get it pulled, but then the copies of the game are going to be so valuable that it's going to be its own sort right. of like currency sort of thing. So Right, like people are hoarding gold for the apocalypse, so really you should just be getting copies of Cooking Mama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the new form of currency, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and honestly, I welcome it. <laughs> you know, it's like, and then you, you also had some news in um, esports, right, Alex? Oh yeah, no. Just that sort of esports are on should fire? be thriving, right? Well, yeah. I mean, everything's on fire right now. Um, but it, when you think about it, you're you're playing video games and you're streaming it to people. So now is the time when esports should be thriving in terms of um, viewership and everyone's at home and all that. And it's it's sort of been mixed. I mean, like a lo all live events are canceled. Um, CS:GO has two majors a year. They m canceled 
both, but then moved one to the fall. So th th you they were killed... going to go to one of those, weren't you? Yeah, I was supposed to go to Poland in Katowice. Lovely yeah. Katowice, Poland. And then they canceled the event like one day before. Uh, <laughs> they let the media know like a week before, but the people who like bought tickets and like were there knew when they basically when they were already at their hotel in Poland. So it was kind of a kind of a bad situation that way. But um, I mean, the Overwatch. But even, yeah. but even then, you you basically were going to get hop on a flight like four days four in four days and they're like yeah, yeah just don't do that just, yeah don't get on i, I just got back from the currency exchange place with my polish money and i'm like oh man this is gonna be great i'm gonna buy a polish sweater in poland because that's what poland's known for uh, Sweaters? They, I, I don't know if they're not but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna get one let me buy a sweater i don't know yeah and then it was like yeah no and like the, i i got back from the currency exchange and i got the email and i was like okay well if anybody wants Polish money also, this is a shout out to anyone listening to this podcast. Anyone on the podcast, it's cool. It's <laughs> colorful, different from Canadian or whatever you're you're used to dealing with. Um, so, but yes. Just to Poland, be clear, your have... current forms of currency are Polish money <laughs> and copies of Cookie Mama. Yeah, but but only the Polish version <laughs> of Cookie Mama, if that makes sense. Oh, then that's right, like right. double the value. Yeah, yeah. well, for, for some people, for sure. But so CSGO is yeah. still holding tournaments online, but it's it's sort of more minor stuff and the, the stuff they normally do. The Overwatch League still going on, although a lot of their players are in Korea and currently quarantined, so <laughs> there's teams... Fair, Alex, yeah. everyone is quarantined. Yeah, but it's like a government-mandated one where they like can't leave the house and they can't, like, <laughs> like at all for, to do anything, so they can't even play, really. And like the internet's sort That's of wonky. Amazing. So Seoul and London had like the the season started in I think February, January, but they haven't played in like two months and they're not playing till May. So some teams have played like nine games this season and some of them like Seoul have played one. And oh, it's cool. gonna be a crazy sort of catch up thing because since everybody's stuck at home, they're matching teams against ones that are sort of in their own um, you know, area. So yeah. all the Chinese teams are playing each other, all the North American teams are sort of playing each other. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they try to do this because they're still sort of committed to playing out the 28-game season for every team. And I, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't see what happening. everyone did. Just put it, put it away. Like, NBA is like, you know what I'm saying? We're done. We're, yeah. we're, we're done. It's going to go away from Nah. Now, nah, unless you... you're wrestling and you get approved <laughs> as an essential business. <laughs> okay. That's we... wild. Sorry, Are there going to be... I have to ask this because I've been... I saw that story yeah. and I was very confused. Are there going to be people at the no. wrestling match? Well, okay, the, so no. the wrestlers. Just the wrestlers. Just the essential personnel. So all the production crew, including like the barber and everything, yeah. and the wrestlers. The barber. So, but that still so, sounds real So dumb. just like just like 150 people who put on the production. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's so, it's so stupid. Uh, and and then, what's uh, strange is that there is a confirmed case in WWE of someone who does have COVID. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. But this was still okayed, and this was a case that happened, I think it was two weeks ago during one of their tapings. I think it was for WrestleMania. Oh my god. Oh man. So this is just all nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Well, okay. you know, if, if uh, EB Games can be an essential service, then I think, like, anything like, can be an essential yeah. service if you try hey, hard enough. Video games don't exist online, Jordan. They're only no. physical through EB Games. Best Buy doesn't exist. Walmart doesn't exist. No. No. It's... Cops show up, Vince McMahon comes out of his limo and and reads that same thing that the GameStop employees were getting. <laughs> Letter from the CEO, damn. Uh, you can contact our corporate office here. I am also our corporate office. You know, I, I want him to do that, but I want him to do that shirtless. 
Okay. <laughs> just, just, I, I, I'm sure that could be arranged. I, yeah. It's getting warmer. Uh, you know, yeah. nice, nice weather outside. Did, he likes the taking other... his shirt off for no reason. He's weirdly the... jacked for an old man. Yeah. Oh yes. Good for him. Grossly jacked yeah. for an old man. Yeah. yeah if if you're him. if you're bored during quarantine, just just Google him, and you'll be like, oh, he is grossly jacked. That thanks. Yeah. The pixels and ink. Great. <laughs> Great. Well, that's your fact for the day. You're welcome for your fourth history, everyone. I, I guess the last thing in esports is that um, NASCAR sort of got all their drivers like at home video r racing rigs, so they're sort of having what? the NASCAR, um, you know, competitions, but like online and racing and 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 that stuff. Which uh, one of the guys said the N word on stream, and Ooh. he's all his sponsors dropped him. He was like a rising star, about to become a free agent, gonna make a lot of money, and then he said the N word like live on a. Tw I don't I don't know what he was thinking when I, anyway, but yeah, he's well, he's, he's on Twitch gone. and he he's on Twitch and he's racist and that's what people. That's that's what happened. Happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He thought he yes. thought well, you know, uh, PewDiePie got away with it, so I can probably get yeah. away with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Kyle Larson. I'm afraid to say this in the car. McDonald's but... dropped Kyle Larson, so. Damn. I mean. Yep. Wow. What does yeah, it take yeah, for yeah. McDonald's to drop someone? They're it's... doing great. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, that's that's sort of the esports thing. I don't know if anyone else has any any, any anything on that topic, but Did you guys uh... I mean it's not really esports, but did you guys see um like for the NHL because we're all like addicts and we're losing our minds, they <laughs> stage these like simulations. So Oh, like in the video game? Yeah, but like no one's actually playing the game. Which I right. didn't realize. <laughs> That's what I love. So like, they, and it was really cute because like they want to keep everyone employed, right? So they had like the like the casters and the analysts and everybody like participating in the like pregame show. So I watched. I think it was the Devils who took the lead on it, and I was like, "This is dope." And I like watched the pregame and was like, "This is so fun." And I don't know why I thought this was possible. It was just one of those things that I just didn't ask any questions about. But I was like, "Oh, are like the players all at home, like logged into this game?" I don't know. Are there like at least two guys playing the game right now? I don't know. But it was just like a straight up simulation, and they were like Damn. live tweeting it, and like they did like an after show. And I was like, oh, this was just... Was it just with the commentary from the actual game, though? No, like, they had, like, real analysts. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm curious to see... this game that was, like, they, like, a full game. Like, the full length of a game. Did they try to do, like, interviews? Were they like, hey, um, computer player, how are you doing? And then <laughs> you know it's, like, what? silence. That's I what they fine. should have done. At least it would have been self-aware. But it wasn't camp at all. They were just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad to still be working. And uh, yeah, they uh, went for it. So I thought it was like at least a couple of the players from home or something, which again, I don't know why I thought that like 30 players could log into one game, but it just seemed possible in the moment. Right. And uh, anyway, no, that's not what happened. It was just a simulation <laughs> and it's, it's wild. It was just a bunch of analysts who were sad and didn't <laughs> yeah. want to lose their jobs. And they're like, please watch this. I, mean, uh, I admire cute. the it's effort. Cute, and then yeah. like also kind of sad. But yeah. Such is the time we live oh, in. Oh, it's, right. it's mostly sad. Right. Right. Yeah. It's mostly sad. I feel um, like there's definitely... Also, a way to do that though it's like why couldn't you have like the players all like sitting together in a room and it's like yeah it's like a, you know it's a one-on-one -on -one, maybe like two-on-two -two game but like you know pass the controller around at least the nba's <laughs> having tournaments where they, where, where they have yeah, like um you know like like i think it's a six i think nba six on six but whatever like they have actual players playing on different teams and they're playing a yeah. nba 2k20 and you know ha having a good time that way but Wait, the nhl ones is kind of wild it's wild. I was like, oh, I got got by this simulation that I watched a lot of. Um, I like watched it. And then like one, I can't remember, it was a while ago. 
but like the goal the score was like seven six at the beginning of the second period and i was like oh this isn't real hockey at all yeah also like, you know sh- no. shout out to sports fans because like there's nothing going on except wwe which is you know <laughs> Dude, we're desperate. The NBA is hosting a horse competition on Instagram, and like we all tune in. I'm in a bracket. Like we're desperate. <laughs> a horse competition? Yeah, I mean, like or, a, or do we like... just leave this for <laughs> imagination? Yeah, yeah, horse? horses. You guys ever played the game horse? Are the horses named after the players? Oh my god, there's no actual horse. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. You well, get a score based on how many. Uh... Oh, oh, that. Oh, jeez. Yes. I feel like such an idiot now. <laughs> yeah, I was like. How did they get the horse? But I would have been really happy. Oh. If it was an actual horse competition. (laughs) And it's like, you know what? Cole, I'm right there with you, man. It's like. You see, Jordan's with me. (laughs) I actually thought we were talking about real horses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, equestrians with basketball. So there's like NBA players who are like seven feet tall on like the tiny horses that jockeys race. That the NBA version have what is called a horse competition. Yes. Okay. I think we're all on the same page now. Yeah. Yeah, Now we have audio of me just like trying to speak through my laughter. Oh man! Like, how are Um, these horses making three pointers? No, oh not gosh. that kind of horse. The basketball I mean, horse. <laughs> I kind of want that now. Though. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch it. I mean, it would work in podcasts. Yeah, oh my god, an athlete and then something competitive. I'll watch it. Um, yeah, we miss sports. Yeah. Um, so the horse yeah, competition. Yeah, for those watching horse racing, basketball, cross. Right. shooting mm-hmm. ball uh there's also a thing called esports which is also yes. competitive and people are you know really trying it out so if you you know you haven't checked it out there, there's a lot of stuff going on all over and uh yeah I like that. And, oh, we didn't talk about the person leaving the team did we oh yeah well okay i, I guess yeah, it it yeah so the the, the the toronto team their, their coach left because he's basically like well my job isn't anything anymore i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave uh, well because in overwatch they used to do where you could pick from any hero and it was sort of like you know week to week you could use the same heroes but they yeah. introduced the hero band where they got rid of like four heroes every week so it was like That's super weird it was basically a test of the player's ability to change on the fly as opposed to a coach's ability to plan something long and keep a system right. going so he's sort of like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. The Toronto team's not doing great. I'm going to go back because my wife's been supporting me for two years, and we're going to go back to France. So, yeah. <laughs> well, good for him. Wait, so the league picks the bands? Yeah, so it's not the players. It's based on like playtime, and then there's like, and, and then it's like, so the most played players get like three ballot entries, and the second most get two. Anyway, and then a cat picks it out of a box. The Overwatch League's wild, and it's an actual cat. Um, yeah, it's an whereas, actual hat. Wait, what? Uh, the, there was a because it's a hero band and normally it's people picking it but um one of the analysts because they're doing it all from home has a cat so they put cat food on each of the characters and the cat chose <laughs> oh it. my god so oh um god. yeah o- overwatch <laughs> league's really uh really you know it's we need coaches changing with the time inventive. so yeah the coach left and then uh, a player on boston left and he, he just retired because he's like you know what i'm 19 my life's passing me by and i started <laughs> laughing at that but uh uh it's it's an interesting uh mindset but, but it, the reason, because Brendan sent it over to me, and he's like, Boston Uprising news, have you seen this? And I'm like, oh, God, is it another pedophile? 
because oh, two weeks ago God. there was a player on Boston <laughs> who left the team because he was sending you know inappropriate pictures to underage girls. Uh, which, if if Boston Uprising sounds familiar, it's because in season one the same thing happened, where their star player was doing the same thing and he got let go. So oh you know, oh esports is a lovely place. And now that I think about it, uh, just stick to that horse watching. Yeah, yeah, just watch horse instead. <laughs> the like the NBA reality. horse competition with real horses. Yeah. Um, oh my oh gosh. God. Well, esports is that... otherwise an excellent option for us itching sports fans yes. who really miss sports because yeah, it is grim. Most of the most of the pedophiles have been banned, I think. I, I mean, know. it's not going to be... It's, they're not the only <laughs> athletes? I don't know. Players? Athletes? Yeah. Let's go with athletes. Yeah, 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 yeah there we go. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're not the yeah. only Players? sport nor athletes that have had themselves a scandal, so... That's very true. Yeah. And yeah. you can watch Overwatch League on YouTube. Um, cool. And that's the whole pitch. Yeah, only yeah. on YouTube. Okay. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Should we get into our main story today? Bring it on. Yeah, I think so. Remake yeah. the... I, I mean, that first section was just... Chef's kiss golden. It was fantastic. <laughs> a, cute, a, a cooking mama. <laughs> I, but, but maybe we, we, we could remake it. Okay. So, uh, or we just talk about remakes. Oh, oh, ah! uh, so, there's a new cooking mama there. game. Uh, <laughs> they remade it. Horses. It's technically the DS version. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about remakes. And cool. um, with the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Is it remake or remaster? Remake. remake. I don't know. Remake, remake. Yeah. and uh, Resident Evil 3 remake, yep. cool. and we have a slew of movies being remade, including Dune, which was just some uh, images dropped. Oscar back, Isaac so. is looking fabulous. That he looks really, really hot. Beard. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, and then uh, Timothy Chalamet just looks like Kylo Ren, and it's like okay, yeah, kind of. Well, he does look like Kylo Ren. Ren. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, let's talk about remakes. Are they good? Are they bad? What are we excited for? And uh, Nice. Will it carry us through this weird pandemic we're all in? Uh, <laughs> questionable. Um, yeah, probably. Questionable. Yeah. Well, uh, remakes. I don't know. I think a lot of us are passionate about them. I love and hate them. I'm I'm vocally a purist. I hate unnecessary remakes and sequels. But then at the same time, I think we've gotten some really excellent remakes, yeah, and it all like we were saying, like it all comes down to doing something new, like The Invisible Man. Was it a remake of The Invisible Man? Like, I guess, but like, not really. It was a completely brand new movie that did something totally yeah. different. So I think that's really exciting. I'm so excited for a lot of the uh, scary movie remakes coming up um, and sequels. I'm ecstatic about Spiral. I can't stop talking about it, even though I am like I am re- one 30 okay. second trailer. It's like all I care about. Is that still coming out? Like it has to. I think they, the last I saw is it was delayed. Um, it was going to come out in May, right? Yeah, because they moved it so it wouldn't be competing with something. It was supposed to come out later, and then it would have dropped at the same time as something else. I don't remember. Um, So they moved it up. Yeah, we're knowledge right now. That X Men movie that's never coming. (laughs) So yeah, so then they moved it up to May, which obviously um, it was supposed to be May fourteenth. Yeah, which I'm going to go ahead and assume is not happening. So... Or VOD? VOD? Maybe. <sighs> Maybe. I mean, Trolls apparently killed it in VOD, so who knows? Oh, so, yeah. I know what? That's like good. Times. Speaking of Trolls, Did like that's really? one of the most no, wrong I've ever been about anything. Um, oh, you liked it? No, I didn't. I, it has nothing to do with the movie. Well, I mean, it obviously does. But um, so we were talking <laughs> about the like at-home VOD releases and whether we thought yeah. that would be successful 
And I was like, you know what? I think like for us, yeah, like I'm willing to buy Birds of Prey for 25 bucks, but like I just can't see these family movies because we were talking about how a lot of the Disney releases were going straight to Disney Plus and what that really meant. Mm. And I was like, I just really don't think that kids care about um, new releases the way that we do. Like, I don't think that it really, like a kid is going to be like, no, I need to get there on opening night. That just didn't seem right to me. And then I was like, yeah, for instance, Trolls Trolls World Tour or whatever it was. And then it like totally slammed it. And then I was chatting with my little cousin last night and she was like, yeah, I was supposed to go with all my friends. So we all got it on VOD. And I was like, well, I don't know anything about anything, apparently. (laughs) I was so wrong. Um, So there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's a bunch of kids like home, and their parents are like, "Okay, mm-hmm. this is when's this gonna end? This pandemic should end now. They need to go back to school. I can't handle this. Oh, good, look, it's trolls. Well, that'll keep them busy for two hours. Well, oh, they buy it, and they just put it on repeat in the basement, and just let them go. Yeah, yeah. Change yeah. yeah. their water twice a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> know? <laughs> Bring out. the pop tarts. They're set. I'm like, just put on like the Sandlot, though. Like, there's got to be other old movies you no. can make your kids trolls. watch. But I just guess trolls. they wanted to watch Trolls. But, so but the Sandlot involves going that. outside and nine people to a team. That's true. Right. It reminds yeah, them yeah, 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 of yeah, things yeah. that are outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. you want to remind them of things that aren't you know, outside. Right. You gotta like think about Timberlake. like kids i feel like kids today too are a lot more like media savvy than like we used mm-hmm. to be so like the idea right. of like speak for I'm... yourself jordan speak well... for yourself <laughs> damn <laughs> i'm okay i was to, on point to, that's fine to a certain degree i don't um right. but you know what i mean like it's like the idea of like something like a new release that a kid might mm-hmm. want to see like 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 say like the new sonic movie went straight to d yeah. like went straight to vod and like no like, it was it was a theater well, I'm I'm saying theoretically, right? So okay, a kid sees okay. like the trailer for that or like a commercial for it, they're excited about it, but like maybe it's easier to keep them inside than to have to bring them to a theater and yeah. get have them sit down and be still right. and be whatever. Like they can't like it's 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 just like like theoretically as a platform, it makes a lot more sense. And yeah. like if you're like, yeah, the price might be like seemingly unreasonable because you're like you're talking about a forty eight hour rental for like twenty five bucks. But like, is that what it costs? I think it was somewhere around that range. I didn't yeah. actually like really check into it. They're all like twenty to twenty-five, I think. Yeah, but like when you think about how much you're actually going to spend at a theater, you're really it's really not that bad, and you have all the conveniences of your own home. It just like it just kind of yeah. makes more sense. Right. No. Like that yeah. was the yeah that was like the argument my friends made is he was like you know if you really think about you know two movie tickets, popcorn, drink, whatever, it's cheaper to actually watch it at home. And I was like, yeah, but I just figure like if that's already been your position, isn't that still your position? Like if it's always been cheaper and easier, like, again, I was obviously wrong. I don't know why I'm still arguing, but like, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) if you're, if your position is already that it's cheaper and easier from home, then like what's changed for those people. So how is the at home release better? But again, I was completely wrong. Trolls did amazing. I don't know if it was because it was like a sequel. So people were more hyped about it than maybe something new would be. But I was like, okay. I feel well, like I maybe like the positioning never really had to change. It was just more like the fact that people had this position, but it was never being made available to them. Like, right. Mm. Right. True. 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 It's a good point. Yeah. Very interesting. What about uh, off topic on topic? What about Quibi? I don't want to change the topic from remakes. I just am obsessed with Quibi. Quibi. <laughs> I have not tried it at all. I don't know. I've well, heard it's not. It's like people a say whole it's, hour. it's a thing. It's going to be like a What's whole a hour Quibi? rant. I don't know. Do we want to veer to this or do we want to stay on topic? You, 
I feel like we're on topic. We're talking talking about video platforms being remade. So it's technically... It's it's in the ballpark. I'm just like deferring to your host because I realized I just like threw like a grenade into the middle of this conversation. Um, So Quibi or Quibi, I think it's Quibi. Is this new... Before we we jump to the topic, I'm going to take a quick break. Do that. And we're back! Excellent. Hello. Everyone. Yes. <laughs> We're discussing the 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 beautiful keyboard layout that is Quibi. Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah. So <laughs> while we were having technical difficulties, uh, Jordan Jordan was like, "Quibi is that the computer thing?" But that's in fact QWERTY, as we figured out. Uh, but Lindsay, what what is Quibi for the uninitiated? You know what? Let me regale you with my limited knowledge of Quibi. Um, so Quibi is a service. That much like uh, the crypto joke that I was making when it came to Cooking Mama, it feels like a lot of people heard a lot of buzzwords and then like got it all wrong. Um, so the, <laughs> <laughs> the concept behind Quibi is that all of the shows, so it's daily episodes that are about eight to 10 minutes long that are optimized to watch on your phone. So it's like, hey, you like watching movies and TV on their phone. Let's make shows for your phone. So it's like a subscription service, much like Netflix or whatever. Um, but it's like eight to 10 minute episodes, but it looks like they like dumped a lot of money into it. Like they've got some big name stars. They've got like a judge show with Chrissy Teigen that makes me want to gouge out my own eyeballs. They've got, um, Liam Hemsworth in a show. They've got, um, oh gosh, what's her name from Game of Thrones and all those other things that people like. She's got like an airplane survival show. There's like HGTV shows, HGTV style shows, I should say, um, so it's like they've dumped like a lot of cash into this, it appears. Right. And meanwhile, like no one's talking about it. No one's using it. I don't get it. Like I definitely never asked for eight minute episodes of a thriller to watch on my commute. That sounds awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this the platform that, so, that has uh, the world's most dangerous game? Wait, what? With Liam Hemsworth? Oh, yeah, is that exactly. What this yes, is? Ex- that's exactly what it is. Correct. Yes. That's what it is. That's only eight minute episodes? It's Yeah, like eight. So like the whole bit is that it's like eight minute episodes once a day. And then there's this show called uh, Survive, I guess. And it's with Sophie Turner. That's her name. And she's... Okay. Uh, These are real actors. Yeah. And like, yeah. like Chrissy Teigen, there's like, there's like a, a is show. Is it an Anna Hendrick show as well? Maybe. There's another one with like, um, oh my gosh, uh, Caitlin Olsen and Will Forte. That like I think is like what? a parody of like a of like a home show, yeah. Okay. They like dumped Weird. money into this presumably, and it just seems like to me it just seems like they got it all wrong. Like they were just like, oh, youths watch TV on their phones. Let's optimize things for phones. But it's like, no, I watch like baking tutorials on my phone to fall asleep. I don't like want to watch eight <laughs> minutes of Westworld. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> if one discussion, then the have- yeah this is trying to be like the tiktok of tv i guess i I mean it's like also i I want to jump in here quickly because it was like yesterday or the day before they were talking about how they're trying to find a way to make it so you can stream quibi to your tv why and at that point (laughs) we have that it's called tv we've optimized this for your iphone now would you like to see it blown up on your tv like I guess they realized because like, someone was like, mode. "Oh, were they? Were they?" Yeah. Someone was like, "Oh, were they trying to capitalize off of like the fact that we all have a bunch of free time?" And I was like, "No, an eight-minute episode on your phone is like 
the antithesis of what I need right now. I want like a five yeah. hour episode on my big screen. I don't need right. a quick eight minute. I want the shows to be endless. Right. But you know what? Yeah. It doesn't even it's weird because it doesn't even really make sense because like when you like compare it to <laughs> stuff like like yeah, like TikTok and like even like right. YouTube, like the main reason that a lot of videos are condensed or like within this sort of like five to ten minute uh, like time length is be is based on like YouTube's algorithm. Like it's just like right. that whole like you know quality of viewing idea. So it's like nobody wants like there's no reason why like you should you should have actual TV condensed to like eight to ten minutes. Like nobody wants that. It's just it's just right. like YouTubers and other video creators have to commit to a certain like algorithm. Otherwise, they're not going to yeah. get seen or make money. Right. And it's also like the content itself. Like I only want like an eight minute eyeshadow tutorial. That's the only, yeah. that's all I want. And that's very cheap, not cheap. Cause I guess people put in a lot of money. In that you mean, you, don't, you like, don't want the hour and five minute. I, yeah. Uh, I don't I, even know. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, I don't have that kind of time. Um, <laughs> but like, it's also like it's creator. It's like one person. Some people have teams. If you've got like 15 million, yeah. million subs, that's a whole other discussion. But like, it's like a person at home in their kitchen. It's not like a an action thriller. It's like the whole point of this, like this whole success of this like eight minute YouTube video is that it's like a quick hit, you know, yeah. four bad kitchen hacks that you're like, whatever, it's something to look at while I, you know, fall asleep. This mm -hmm. is like a thrill, the exactly. most dangerous game starring Liam Hemsworth, but only for about six and a half minutes. <laughs> and so Chrissy Teigen so is a judge. What is the point of the legal system if we're just going to let anybody be a judge now? <laughs> I feel that's not legal. I feel that doesn't actually count. Hmm. God, like Judge Judy's at least a judge. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not yeah. is she actually yeah, she's she a judge? Actually the rest of them are actual. Yeah. All yeah. TV judges are actual judges, but it's just the requirements to become a judge are very different in the states than it is here. Oh. But Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, it's irrelevant. Hard to become a judge. Irrelevant. Doctor Phil's There's not even a judge, but that's not the point. <laughs> He's not, not. A doctor. Nor, Nor a doctor. doctor. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> He's not a doctor. He is not. No. Well, he's he, he has a doctorate. He has a doctorate. Yeah. Okay. So English, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> Which honestly, he uses. He talks a lot. He's, you know. Does he actually have a doctorate? In no, yeah, he's, he's, he's probably like political he's, science or something. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but he's not a real doctor. But also not. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's not on Quibi. So not right. That's fair. Quibi was even like absolutely not Doctor Phil. But Chrissy Teigen, yeah, we'll let you have a court. Because the internet likes you, Chrissy Teigen. Like she was like an internet buzzword. Like I'm picturing this like sales pitch. Of like youths, cell phones, Chrissy Teigen, Sophie Turner, <laughs> Game of Thrones. And I was like, throw all your money at it, and they hmm. did, and here we are. Yeah, so, I feel bad they, for those investors. I know. Well, maybe I'll be wrong. I, I mean, but also I've been not wrong because twice today. So, jeez. Yeah, next week we're going to be with the you know Quibi passes <laughs> yeah. three trillion dollars in profits. <laughs> no, I, I think they're at one point one million installs right now, and that's people signing up for the free trial. Oh my huh. God. <laughs> it's like 60 so day free trial it's, it's quite a long free trial yeah i think it's 90 yeah. days oh that's way too long yeah. oh yeah because like i don't think there's like more than like an hour of content on the on the entire podcast. Jeez. <laughs> well chrissy, yeah, chrissy like... teigen's hard at work she can't do anything else right now <laughs> no i bet they filmed one episode and it just yeah they just... parsed it over a month. that's like not a joke like i'm pretty confident there's maybe like an hour or two of content on here wow <laughs> that's Depressing, actually. Yeah. Sounds like the exact same problem as Stadia. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, this is. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Although, oh, as a side note, 
that launched officially with the free version now. Okay, so, so this was supposed to be the and next no big thing in, in gaming, you know, the, the, the idea of being able to stream video games to basically any device, as long as your oh, internet okay. uh, works well. And it's... Which no one's is right now. No, yeah, well, which, I mean, that, it, it turns like, over text. The infrastructure in America is, like, especially like where, like, the biggest, like, rollout would have been is just yeah. garbage, like... Well, it, it's on fire. Well, it's it on is. fire now, but it was a it was garbage before. Now it's just a garbage fire. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but there are all these things talking about like, okay, well, will the next consoles be streaming consoles, or or will we even have new consoles, and what's the future of gaming? And it's going all streaming, and it's I mean, it's really early for Stadia, and I'm sure that they have enough money where they're gonna they're gonna keep this going for a few years anyway, and hopefully it'll it'll catch on. But for right now, is anyone is anyone using Stadia? Is anyone no. enjoying no. Stadia? No. I don't think like, I don't think people don't, want like I think people in in theory like the idea of Stadia is is okay is okay but like I don't think you'll ever be able to really get pa- uh get past <clears throat> excuse me like the sense of ownership that you have with a console yeah. and with like physical media even when you download a game and you put it like on your hard drive yeah. it's like it's there you can use it when you, if you have a system that's a pure streaming device like your content is at the mercy of a lot of things, whether you have the internet, whether the the servers are up, yeah. whether the, whoever is maintaining the servers decides to like commit to this thing. Cause like, let's not, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Google has canceled a lot of stuff. So if any people actually had games yeah. on Stadia, like if Google decided to just shut down Stadia, all those games are gone. Yeah. That's so it doesn't make like that you so- paid full price for. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like nobody, I think but, it'll never it'll never go away because people will always want to own stuff. Yeah, people are people are selfish that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but we should t- we should get back on topic right. a little bit. I love yeah, yeah. we never <laughs> have yet to Why talk not? about the thing we were talking about. Classic me and George. <laughs> so, <there, bro. laughs> talking about remakes, what do you guys? What is your idea of a perfect remake? Is it you know? straight up remaking something with better I graphics think, and you know no i mean i think honestly it's taking the thing that was good and finding a way to do it in a different way okay like if 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 they literally just increase that's a that's a re- reimagining doing something new with the content bringing something new to the table or using modern ideas on an old nostalgia based property is useful like as, as we were talking about invisible man or even final fantasy they did different things mm-hmm. with those uh, properties yeah yeah I, I... if all you're doing is basically a shot for shot remake like uh does anyone remember the psycho remake that was basically shot for shot with yeah. new actors was that didn't uh, need to exist wasn't uh, what's his Vaughn. name in there Vince Vaughn. From guy from wedding crashers Vince yeah, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince, yeah, Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> 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 it's a jackal. Um... Right on top of it, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even me. <laughs> uh, Where? Thanks, Lindsay. You can't uh, write this stuff, guys. Um... Damn. <laughs> yeah, Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. You know what? But I, I think I agree with I agree with uh, Brendan in that. Like, like, you know, personally, like. I'm on. I'm in a weird gray area with remakes because, like, as much as I like the idea of something like old being new again, like you can see a lot of cynicism in it. Like, I don't know. It just it seems weird to me that like I guess it's not weird to me, but like it's a little disheartening that like Capcom they made this amazing new 
Resident Evil that had like went in a completely different direction, but still kind of like really kept intact mm. what made like the original Resident Evils like so beloved. And then like right. rather than sort of you know getting gearing up for the next one, it's like oh well here's Resident Evil two. You guys like that one? Here it is, but it's you know shiny and new again. Here's three. Now we're gonna get four, and remaking four doesn't even make sense because the reason two and three even exist now as remakes is because of all the groundwork that four laid out. So it's like how are you gonna even remake four? Right. Uh, um, I mean, I have no argument to that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, other than my sort of, up here, yeah. I'm, I'm going to draw. I'm going to draw a bomb here. Okay. Jordan. All right. Money. Yeah. Yeah. No. 100. percent so, Like that. So that's, never, that's my never. point. It's like yeah. it's like as much as I like the idea of it, it, there is a bit of a cynicism to it. But like you know, when you look at something like like even Final Fantasy VII remake, which you know like changed up the the combat in a lot of ways and and made the graphics a yeah. lot better than they were. Because uh, I've been actually, I've been, they I've been were real bad. I've been replaying um, the original seven on the Switch, and it's just like sometimes oof, you watch yeah. it and it's like, oof, it's a, it's a bit of a rough one. But like, yeah, wait, well, you know, it was also from like ninety five, ninety seven. I know, what do you but expect? It's, <laughs> but still, um, <laughs> you know, or like, like that's over twenty years old. I know, but still. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, like, I think there's value in in sort of like because Nintendo's it's sort of. Um, rumored that they're bringing a lot of the Mario games back and they're hmm. but I wouldn't really call those remakes I'd call those no, ports those right yeah. Yeah. yeah re-releases versus yeah, remakes right remasters. like um I, I, with both of them but as you know not releasing Super Mario Galaxy 2 again with nicer graphics and calling it a yeah. you know a, a remake because I I think a remake like like you guys have touched on is remaking the game and sort of looking at it through the lens of hey it's 2020 things have changed um how are we going to improve this game rather than just porting it over which also i have no problem if they just port the game over and you know let other people play it who didn't own a a wii back then or or something like that no that that's fair like i think you know what and but i mean one of one of the things i did want to just bring up very like very briefly like in terms of like what i would consider to be like kind of like the perfect remake is was Mm. the was the latest god of war because like that that wasn't a remake though. No, that was canonical. That was a reboot. Re- no, it wasn't even a reboot. It takes place after the other game. No, but that's no, just but the fourth like, game. <laughs> it's a reimagining. It's, it's just a sequel. In the sense that like they kind of completely remade like what God of War is like almost like conceptually. No, I, I would just I would just call that a sequel. It's a sequel it's that has re-watched. reimagined the series, but still a, like because Okay, if they remade God of War one and then did the things they did in God of War three in terms of combat and stuff, that yeah. would be a remake. Okay, so I yeah, th- fair enough. I'll say I guess I'll what I'll try to like meet in the middle if is Kratos like Kratos randomly gets power ups by having sex with someone. That's a remake. <laughs> this one he's booting. <laughs> no, okay, but, Video games. but you, you kind of get what I'm what I'm saying. Like if if they took something yeah. like 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 what they did with God of War and like yes, like as much as it is, it is a hundred percent like a sequel. But, like, it went in such a different direction that it can almost, like, to me, it has a lot of the, like, the the, the positive qualities of what you would want to see in a remake. It's, like, it's so radically different from all the other God of Wars that it's, it almost feels to me like they just, com- they remade it completely. I give you that. I, I mean, sure. It's sort of the... I'm- antithesis well of the of the sort of cooking mama thing where they you know they ported the game straight all these years later and we're like here you go cooking mama but what if they turn like cooking mama to an rpg and she's going around and she's cooking mamas and you know and she's badass yeah she's food on she's badass. yeah yeah that is a different story well hell yeah bringing that <laughs> oh, out yeah. Jordan. i remember my fox box <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. so nostalgic <laughs> 
But, you know, um, uh, but I, I think what Jordan brought up with God of War and specifically the last example he gave, I think that's more of an example of a reboot unless yeah. it continued like the same thing of events. Because I think that's what defines a remake is that it still has the big plot points it needs to reach from the original, but they mix up how you get there. Mm-hmm. They add more context to a scene here. They maybe add a side quest here, but the overall flow of events is still the same. I mean, I think it film does that so well where they, or so badly, depending on the yeah. situation, they do take, um, they're very known for taking original properties and redoing them as we were talking about earlier, like the invisible man or movies like that. Or Halloween's a great example too. Well, right. Yeah. The Halloween. You disagree? I don't know. I think like, again, I, I, like I said, I'm not shy about the fact that I'm an absolute purist. I hate unnecessary sequels more than anything. I like, I'm like the movie was perfect. Just make another new movie. And I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. But I also at the same time think that it's like a really, tired argument to be like oh do something original hollywood because i think like again the invisible man was obviously original i have really high hopes and a lot of excitement for a movie like Candyman, and i think it's about taking the core of a movie and doing something brand new with it so we were talking about like the shining and i don't know if that's still gonna happen and who knows but there are all those rumors about remaking the shining and it's like no like the shining has so much going on the reason why the shining is the shining isn't just the movie in and of itself it was that it was a period piece well, not really a period piece, but it was of its time. The the way that it looks was because of when it was made and everything that we read into it and everything that we took away from it and everything that it's become is so much bigger than itself. So to make like another one just seems baffling to me. I think it could be surprising. Like who knows? Again, The Invisible Man was something completely brand new and completely different. So it's not impossible, but it's also like The Shining is The Shining because of everything else that has to do with it it's not just the movie if that makes any sense but then well i mean looking at like going back Mm. we were discussing before cast about like american psychos apparently yeah like why 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 like why i mean that one they already it's already set it's already a period piece yeah it's already a remake yeah it's already it's also made from a book right so it's already doing that already and you're taking the concepts that are seen there and if all you're doing is doing a shot for shot remake Sure. If you just update it for the 90s, you're not doing anything new. You're just changing the references they use. That's not going to be interesting. Well, right. And like it was, oh gosh, I'm going to really disappoint myself here by forgetting a lot of names, but it was, <laughs> oh man. Um, it was a big part about American Psycho that worked. So I like the book, which I know controversial opinion, but I actually really like the book. It's Freddie Tonellis, who's kind of terrible, but there was a while where I really liked, yeah, mm-hmm. there was a while where I really liked all his books. Um, and so it is what it is. And then it was a lot of what uh, Mary Heron brought to the movie. Like mm-hmm. you got a female director yeah. who had a completely different eye for this material than the author of well, it. I mean, and, and important she, because yeah. the, the author didn't think he was a bad person. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other discussion for another day. I'm not about to like well. defend Ellis because he is, he was worse, a troubled youth, but mm. I kind <laughs> of, I don't know. But like he was, he was saying that um, you know Bateman was very relatable to himself uh, when you kind of yeah, become this, which like I found really relatable for my like first five years of my career. I was like, oh my god, I could. I mean, I'm not a serial killer, but I was like, I very much get this whole like Bateman <laughs> thing of like base, getting Lindsay. stuck. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't actually killed anyone, but I thought about it a lot. And um, 
yeah so like whatever but that's a whole other thing but anyway all that to say that like the movie american psycho isn't just like the story of american psycho it's about taking Mm. source material that is a lot and changing the perspective because of who was directing it getting an actor like christian bale and putting this movie together in a way that was like really scary really weird kind of funny in like a clockwork orangey way and like did that bonkers right just absolutely bonkers and that's what made it last and like the shot of christian bale peeling off his mask was what made it you know those are the things that you remember like that's the shot so i just think that like that's the kind of movie that's just so much bigger than a movie about a psycho that you're like i mean that's the thing if if they just made this like they um you're talking about the remake of Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, like what? It's a bad movie. What? Jacob's Ladder was a great movie. Right. Yes. The new one is just like, what if a guy doesn't quite understand what's going on in the world? I'm like, that's not, that's not cool. Right. Yeah. That's not exciting. Right. So I just, yeah, some of those movies that like, that are just like a little bit more than just like, like American Psycho was a lot more than a film adaptation of a book. And mm-hmm. I think also, it's like, a lot more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, it exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of, those are the types of things where I'm like, why are you remaking that? Like, don't, do that they were happy accidents that worked that way right the shining right so much of that movie shouldn't work right but it does with the shining it's it's there's there's a lot of people who like the stephen king book and hate the movie and there's a lot of people who love the movie and are like well i don't want to read this this stephen king book stephen Uh, king didn't like the movie Yeah, 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 because it was it was it was it was was such a different artistic vision of the sort of source material and everything. So, but do you guys have things? Because because you're saying, okay, well, I don't want another remake of of The Shining. I don't want another remake. I don't want an American um, Psycho thing. But what if it's like a new perspective brought onto that, or is it or is it like one one is enough kind of thing? Because that's that's actually like it's an interesting, real like really interesting thing to bring up because like I remember. back i think it was like two two or something three years ago where they were talking about um doing an american the american adaptation of akira and yeah. and that sounded bad and, but well initially i remember that because i think this, this was like it was like shortly after get out came out and yeah. people were talking about how like they were the studio was in talks with jordan peele to like yeah. do, to do, to write and direct it and i and i thought to myself you know what in that instance, if they got a guy like Jordan Peele after like what he okay. did with a movie like Get Out to do the like an American adaptation of Akira, he could probably have made it work. I think anyone else yeah. probably is just would have just tried to like capture all the same things from the move like from the original movie, mm. just set in America. It like tonally it would be very dissonant. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't connect with all like the things that are like intrinsically yeah. Japanese about the original. Uh, Akira. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the original is so based in Japanese culture. Yeah, absolutely. Culture. They, it is very much a... the original is also not even complete. Nope, right. that's true. Because that's like yeah, the, the movie is just like two volumes of like a five yeah. part oh, yeah. series. Those weird places. The original uh, manga goes to some weird places. It's also very convoluted and nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> but that's like the thing, really right? So like, it re- yeah, like, <laughs> there's a huge difference between like we remake a lot of. Well, I don't know. I said we, but. They remake a lot of Japanese horror movies uh, for American yeah. audiences, and like they lose so much. Mm-hmm. Like Shudder yeah. is a disaster, and like yeah. the original That's a bad was movie. awesome. And a like, yeah, like so. I mean, The Ring was really successful, but there's something to be said about like the original sensibilities and the, the types of things. Yeah, and like yeah. the types of things mm. that are like scary in Japan are different, and those things really matter. But then you call? like, yeah. Oh my god! Ugh. Look up like Japanese hair and toilet demons. It will ruin your week, but it's awesome. Um, 
but yeah then look at that compared to like something like the departed like that's a brand new movie that's a remake and it's amazing look at scarface like scarface was a remake and it's a brand new movie that ended up standing on its own and like it's not just about like american literally nothing connected to the original in scarface or the departed scarface well they stole the name and everybody thinks scarface is a different guy, but that's a whole other discussion for me yelling at yeah. mafia history. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Al Capone, Scarface, guys. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Tell your friends. Um... Not the guy from Tyler <laughs> yeah. King. Right. That's the guy. <laughs> Tell your friends. Oh. They got it wrong. Um, oh God. But yeah, um, yeah. So I, I like. I'm not like immediately like pissed when I hear that something's being remade. And I no. do like earlier before we started this, I was going to be all pro remake. And then I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I changed my mind. So, like, I genuinely do think it is really lazy. Like, I won't mention it specifically, <laughs> but there was like a popular piece recently about like, come on, Hollywood, make some original horror. And it's like, literally, we've had so much amazing original horror, like Ari Aster's yeah. movies, Robert Eggers movies, um, Jordan Peele's movies. Like, those are all very mm-hmm. recent. We've had some incredible original horror movies. You don't get to be upset about Candyman. It's amazing that Nia Costa is going to give us her version of Candyman. Like, that's so yeah. cool. So, I think also, they're I, like I, very. I do want to yeah. jump. I do want to jump here quickly. I, I, we were talking before the podcast just about like movies that, like the ones that are planned, right. and a lot of them are just the fact that I'm like, that was a bad movie. I love the con- like um, Hellraiser's one, right. And that was a bad movie. Right. I mean, it has a great concepts in it. It has some really good ideas, but it was badly executed. Yeah. And I think if you and every sequel past that is even worse. Oh yeah. 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 Rough. Uh, that's a rough. That's a that's a dark path you want to just watch to binge watch something. That's a dark dark path. Oh, uh, but darker still is the the last drive-in episode of it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but I think remaking things and bringing new concepts to them and actually trying to do them properly, I think works like Dune's another example where every movie kind of failed what the books did. I mean, the books fail what the books are trying to do anyways, but that's a different story. (laughs) He's just dropping these bombs today. Yeah. Uh, But I think that if you have people that care about the subject matter and try to do it properly and try to, rectify some problems that existed in the previous works you can come up with really interesting ideas and mm-hmm. if you have people that are just looking to make make money off the properties or just looking hey i out of ideas what if we take akira what if we take ghost in the shell what's let's right. let's put a big star in there we'll make it work you're losing the the importance or the subject matter that matters like video game movies are the biggest example people that make those movies don't care about the subject matter mm-hmm. And it shows. They don't understand why people watch them. Mm-hmm. They don't understand why people enjoy them. Right. And in that process, you're losing what makes an audience that might be receptive to them want to watch it. But you're also just – it's just a giant mess that people that don't know the subject matter have no idea why to get into it. Right. For sure. Yeah. I'm just – yeah, I'm just like reading like a – yeah. My random rant there. No, I <laughs> – yeah. yeah, like you're Weird. right. And like <laughs> games is also well, a tough one like – with systems changing all the time yeah. and like always wanting something new like i feel like i don't know i hear like resident evil and i think of like mascara how there's like a new mascara every 28 minutes and i'm like how many different ways can i make my lashes longer but like 
I'm like, how many versions really? of the same game can they make? But like, you know, they keep finding ways. But I guess if you're buying newer and newer systems, like I get yeah. it. I don't know. Well, right. but at the same time, it's like, I think there's something to be said for like whether you remake a game for a modern system so that like people like people from the future or the present can play yeah. it versus right. like true game archival right like to go back yeah. to like you know if you're gonna remake like say, like the original mario and and make it like a 3d game because there's a new like brand new high-powered system out but like you're gonna lose out on like what made the original Mario so great and so like groundbreaking oh, yeah. for its time. So like the idea that it's just like to keep remaking stuff is like this way of of making it accessible for other people. I don't know. I think that's a little um like I guess maybe naive to think. Like it's it really does come down to just like this this idea, like not to not really you know, I personally don't really like i don't accept the idea that like people saying that like you know come on be a more original is like inherently a bad thing because right. it is kind of true right like i don't fully believe that like filmmakers and even like game publishers are remaking stuff because they believe so truly in this new vision they have it's like they knew it was popular right. they knew it made money they want to make more money off the same thing because rehashing an old thing that people already like is easier than making a new thing that people might not like it's true. Which, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's it's safer. It's what hundred percent. And the same thing with movies. I mean, if you remake X movie, it's less chance it's going to fail because you have that inherent fan base. And I understand why they do it. And that's why they also look for properties that have a fan base. Well, I mean, like look at if you're going to look at Ghostbusters, if you're gonna right? Like yeah, they I mean, they you again, know they quote unquote remade it with like and everyone. Before they even saw the movie, they decided to hate it because it wasn't true enough to their the thing that they loved from the past. And you know right. whether you love or whether you like the new Ghostbusters or not. Like personally, I thought it wasn't half bad. But like now they're going in another direction with this new Ghostbusters. That's oh, don't worry, we're gonna really tie it back to the original Ghostbusters. That's all the things you loved. And look, all the, the Stranger Kids things are gonna be in it because you know '80s and you guys love the '80s, right? Like it just it that to me smacks of cynicism. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. Yeah, I I agree. But then again, that's what Hollywood and that's what game pub. They're always going to go with the safe bet because you know nostalgia sells. That's why 100%. Star Wars did so well. A hundred percent. Yeah. But dealing with these fan bases is very important to them. It it's that yes, you see that you have this ready pile of cash that once you make this thing. Yeah. They're going to see it. But if you don't make it with the same quality and care and it really shows, then they are going to be the first ones to go on social media, to go on review sites yeah. and bomb it, saying that, no, this is completely unfaithful to the original source material. This doesn't do anything for the fan base. I wouldn't say this is good for people jumping into the franchise, go back to the originals. Right. Yeah. I guess like, you know, again, that's where it comes down to like the difference between like being a purist and like just being the worst. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I haven't seen any of the Terminator movies past T2 and like I won't cause I'm a purist and I like the way the story ended and I don't want to see the rest of them and you're not going to make me. But then I'm also not going to be out here like, boo, 
James Cameron would never. You're the war. Like, there's a big difference. Yeah, you don't need to gatekeep like, other people's enjoyment yeah, of it. Right? Yeah, and like, yeah, it doesn't mean like, true. no I mean, girl Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I liked when the story ended it too, you know? Right. Yeah, I did too. It was fine. Yeah. There's a second yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so, a video um, game that they made for the <laughs> Xbox 360. Wow. So we've sort of, you know, t- talked about remakes and stuff, but w- what are some remakes or, or, or what's a remake that you're excited that's coming up or that, that, that you can sort of think of? I mean, I am really excited for Candyman Hall. I know I've already mentioned that one like 12 times. I'm one, yeah. pretty hyped about that. Technically sequel, but Spiral is all I care about. Again, I, I still say before the cast, we were talking about this. When's that thing coming out? I don't know, guys, but I can't wait. Okay. And I can't wait to make you okay. all listen to me talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really want to see that one. I'm so excited. I really hope. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just hope it gets attention because it looks really awesome and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> it. It does. And I think that taking that series into a way that I think will work. And it brings it into a modern setting that mm-hmm. I think... I don't think it does. I think it takes place in the past. If you pay attention to the movie, they're all driving okay. old cars Uh-oh. in the trailer. And you don't actually get to see anything. of Like, you never see the front of the back of the car. You only see the inside. And it's a little bit old, like very training day style. And then they have paper okay. photographs. And they're talking How about... How long was this trailer? It's like literally like 28 seconds, seconds maybe. It's real short. Okay. Okay. The pictures they have. Yeah. How did you notice this for the Pixels and Ink pre-show yeah. where Lindsay the breaks down every second of the spiral trailer? All of the... Oh, it's happening, guys. It's not a joke. I'm halfway through it. Um, the Well, more than halfway. And uh, yeah, also all of the Saw movies have always messed with the timeline. Nothing has ever been uh, linear. And now we're getting a bunch of stuff that looks like it took place in the past with the painting that looks like it matches Saw 4. I'm the just saying station. it's possible that it happened yeah. sometime in the middle. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'd think, be down. But I think I don't think I it's going to be modern at all. I don't think it's going to be modern at all. I love... I love... Oh, then again, the Saw movies took place... Like, the entire series took place over like a week, wasn't it? It's like a yeah, really it's like, short yeah, time. Yeah, it's a very short That's time cool. frame. It's, it's weirdly short because people, you can see, like, you look significantly older now. Well, okay, there's a lot of, like, flashbacks. That. Like, it's not, like, all the killing <laughs> takes place in, like, a week. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of the planning is, like, over years and years. Don't worry, you guys can read my timeline when it's on the CGMagOnline.com. <laughs> it's on my blog. Okay. <laughs> CGMagOnline.com. <laughs> Search my name. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Cool. Anyone else want to jump in with a remake and then we'll wrap up? Uh, you know what? I, I will admit I am actually excited for the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles remake. Xenoblade Chronicles okay. was a really cool game. Um, wasn't uh, wasn't yeah. a huge fan of two, um, but now like and 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 the the thing with, the thing for me is I kind of missed it on the Wii, so I played it on the new 3DS, and oh boy, it was uh, very very rough to look at. Um, uh. Most most comically was when like during one of the cutscenes they did like this thing where. Um, um dunbon was like looking at a photograph of like shulk and all like his friends and stuff and like they did this like dramatic close-up of the photograph but because it was the new 3ds it was just a garble of pixels and it wasn't meaningful at all <laughs> maybe that's how they look in a, in a group setting so like it, i'm glad that they're oh, like great. redoing this with like a, like a new engine and it looks really good and it's probably going to feel a lot better to play and uh, and they're like doing that like post game thing that's supposedly going to tie it into uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two a lot better. So yeah, it looks it looks cool and like it was just a really like genuinely good game. That I'm excited to play again. Nice, nice. Cole Watson. Yeah. Any remakes you're interested for? Uh, 
Well, I've yet to receive my copy of FF7 Remake because <laughs> Amazon's very I slow mean... at the moment. Um, but a, a currently airing reboot that I'm very, uh, very much enjoying these past few weeks is oh, the okay, Digimon Adventure reboot oh, really? that is currently on Crunchyroll. Yeah, all of the characters are the same for the most part, and all the Digimon are the same, but the plot is completely oh, cool. different. Yeah. It is a true I reboot. I didn't actually know about that one. Go catch. Catch them all. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> no! It's not okay, a Digimon. Digivolve, too. Digital monsters. They are the champions. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I at, least, at least you weren't on last week's episode where they brought up Final Fantasy and half of half of people were like, "That's dumb." Yeah. So sorry anyone offended by last week. Uh, for me, it's uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, which oh, uh, I've seen yeah. that. It looks real good. Yeah. So it, you know, they have they, they've made seven Lego Star Wars games for uh, the, the mainline movies up to seven, yeah. um, but instead of re-releasing those into this package and just making eight and nine, they're redoing every single game. Which it really looks cool. real good. Which honestly, they, they did not need to do that. They did not need to do that, but I'm glad they did. I saw a quick thing at E3. Yeah. It was just a video of it, but I did last year as well, and I talked to the producer, and she told me absolutely nothing. It was so useful. I love interviews; <laughs> they're great. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. It's coming out sometime in 2020. I've, I'm a, I should be reviewing it if it comes out. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, good old Star Wars. Who knows stuff. when anything's coming out now? Yeah, it's, it's all thing. yeah, it's all up in yeah. the air. Yeah. 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 Who knows? It's it's all chaos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll chime in here because I haven't said anything. I'm excited for the Dune movie because Ooh. that Oscar Isaac looks hot as hell. He do. He do. He do. I mean, also, it looks like it's well made and it looks cool, but also... Eh. Also, the director is the guy who did Arrival and mm -hmm. other yeah. cool stuff. So. And he's Canadian. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. here at cgmagonline.com, we only... <laughs> Air Canadian content. Only. So. That is not true at all, but okay. Check out the website. <laughs> Technically, Spiral is shot north of Toronto, so that counts. Um, is it actually? Yeah, dude. Well, most of the Saw movies are shot around yeah. Toronto. Nice. Yeah, man. The uh, Saw. Saw whatever was like outside. The second last one was outside. Uh, that whole like opening kill shot was outside Metro Hall. Yeah. I can see it from here. Really? <laughs> is it a positive That's thing nice. to have like a sort of believable horror movie set in your hometown or area? Oh, bring like, it on. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Cool. I'm just checking. Remember, for how, you. remember how stoked I think all of us were when you saw like uh, Resident Evil Two that like and like so yeah. much like yeah. Toronto <laughs> scenery showed up in that. It was like, oh my god, they made it so much more cool. <laughs> I like pause. What's that movie? Repo Man or whatever? When there's like that yeah, whole Repo scene Man. in the Toronto subway, I was like, absolutely, and watch that scene like twelve times to be like, cool. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. Shazam. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Except yeah. Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah. yeah, great TV show. <laughs> or guys, yeah, yeah. the boys. The entire show takes place at Roy Thompson Hall from different so, angles. So you know, Toronto area, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty great. Yeah. Check out realtoronto.com, R E E L. They list all the good ones. Nice. Um, Do they really own it? Yeah, it's actually really fun because you're like, hang on, that was Toronto for sure, right? And then you look it up, and they're like, no, that was not Toronto. And you're like, no, oh. <laughs> somewhere else, <laughs> not Toronto. You're like, no, that so... wasn't you. That wasn't Western <laughs> Lindsay. Stop trying to uh, tell everyone your schools in every movie. Um, but it was. Western is, Western's cool. Come on. Yeah, I know. Mm. And it's in like every movie. Um, is it really? It's in a lot of movies. U of T looks like it a lot. So sometimes you're watching it and you're like, is this Western or U of T? And you have to check. Yeah. Damn. I never, I went to Western and I do not ever notice Western movies. <gasps> We're like briefly in Harold and Kumar, but the rest of it is U of T. <laughs> so it's like hard to prove. <laughs> wow. Um, briefly in the Hulk, but again, the rest of it is U of T. So it's hard to prove. Um, 
Yes. Right? Wait, which oh, yeah, I said movies. The oh, one okay. with uh, Eric Bana. Oh. Okay. Eric Bana. I mean, not Eric Bana. The uh, the one with uh, the other Lee guy. Ton? Yeah, Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. Uh, All right. Like anyway, now yeah. Again, this is quality stuff. Make sure to leave it all. Yep, yep, yep. Should we wrap up there? Uh, yeah, I'd just like okay. to say one final thing. Um, okay, let's hear it. We started off this episode talking about Cookie Mama Cookstar, and 28 minutes ago, uh, Planet Entertainment, the developer of the game, released a statement, <gasps> which I am at liberty to read live now. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. Planet Entertainment wants to explain the mystery eats. surrounding the Nintendo Switch game to all Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Okay. Office Create, the right holders to Cooking Mama, approved a detailed game design in 2019. First Playable, the game developer, and Planet followed the exact approved design. That design is the exact game on Nintendo Switch, which also <laughs> includes many additional Office Create suggestions, which add gameplay value. Unfortunately, creative differences arose at Cooking Mama Cookstar was near completion, that were outside the scope of our agreement, and the game design approved by Office Create. By contract, Planet is fully within its rights to publish Cooking Mama Cookstar. Oh. There is no litigation or ruling that prevents Planet from publishing the game. Cooking Mama fans have been very enthusiastic about Cooking Mama Cookstar, including the many new features, including vegetarian and unicorn food. What? I love yeah, that those can, are grouped together. Make we a... appreciate the overwhelming positive response <laughs> and support from Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Office Create has our total All respect. Three of them. Whoa. We thank them for their wisdom and we wish them well. Ooh. Wish them well. Yikes. Way to end with a oh, punch in the is... gut. Yeah. <laughs> that is some. That's the. Uh, so if that's you bought the, a uh, copy. Sorry, did you listen to me in the first half? Yeah. What does that mean for your investment in copies of. Uh, uh, don't buy no, it. Talk to me next week on next okay. episode of this podcast. Yeah, you should do. Yeah, you should have like a little like <laughs> tracker, like market. a stock tracker. <laughs> I'll work on that this week. Yeah, I'm. It, this is a big wrench. So I would, you know, if you if you already bought the game, I'd say hold. Don't 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 um Go don't sell because you're scared. Just keep it. Stay inside. Stay safe. <laughs> Smart. Wise. With that, we'll wrap up. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to protect the press. Only form of currency. Uh, cookie mama. Oh boy. In the future, it's all cookie mama. Why yeah. is this a thing? Bye. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, we're gonna wrap up there. Does everyone want to uh, plug their social media posts while we're at it? Uh, yeah, I'm at Cooking Mama Fan sixty seven <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Quibi. I'm, uh, uh, no, I'm at Cooking Mama Fan social media. Cooking Mama yep, yep, yep. Bacon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <God. laughs> okay. No, I don't have go. any jokes. Uh, Alex Hansiak on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, yeah. It's uh, um, Jordan underscore. Or, that's I was about to give my email. <laughs> yeah, email me if you want to. Uh, it's Ninja. <laughs> it's Ninja Jordan underscore at Twitter and Ninja Reviews on YouTube. Wow, that's right. I'm getting that background because yeah. now I have time to work on it. <laughs> Don't we all have all the time in the world? A pandemic. Nice. <laughs> Good for you. Like, uh, I can't pull the trigger on it, but like, for you, man. That's awesome. Um. I'm Smash Travis, spelled wrong, S-M-A-S-H-T-R-A-V-E-S on Twitter, and that's it. You can't follow me anywhere else. Don't even try. Don't bother. <laughs> I will reject your Instagram request. Um, I exist purely <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Cole doesn't even exist in real life, but... Whoa. Damn. It's, it's true. 
But Yay! yeah, you can find me at Kaiser and underscore. I'm 426 on literally everything, and if I'm private there, I probably won't accept you. But yeah, try anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you can try. Maybe, maybe Brandon's. Yeah, yeah. You know. Brandon inflates my ego. Who knows with me? Wow. Yeah. Who knows with any of us? Thank you, Cookie yes. Mama Cookstar, for sponsoring this episode of <laughs> Pixels and Ink Podcast. <laughs> that is not true. Although, if Cookie Star, Cookie Mama, or Cookie yeah, if they want to talk to us, what spot this podcast? You know something? I'd take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Crazy, a hundred percent, I would take it. Yeah. As long as oh, we all get copies. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I want. I didn't think they were gonna give us any money. No, no. Well, the currency, <laughs> right? <laughs> the, new, <Yeah. laughs> the new currency is copies of the game. <laughs> So that's what I was expecting. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm God, sorry, Cookie okay. Mama. Your check is no good here. Um, Damn. Okay, well, good work, that everyone. Was, that was a podcast. Thanks a that lot. Happened. It's pretty good. Uh, we'll be back next cool. week for more <laughs> of the same. Sorry. You're welcome. Yeah. By then, maybe Bye, I'll everyone. watch all the Queeby shows and I'll have reviews for you. Um, oh, that'd be amazing. Like, one, like, 10 second reviews each one. That's yeah, well, I've got, I mean, I've got an hour, so I should be able to blow through all of the content. <laughs> <laughs> In my 90 day trial all period. Right. All right, I'll stop. Um, cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank <laughs> you.